welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast and mine, Play Along at Home. Hopefully you all are doing well today. It is great for you to hear from me, because I don't get to see you when I do podcasts. This episode is going to be specifically tailored for our jazz ambassadors. If you're not a jazz ambassador, but you want to just listen, you're more than welcome to. I encourage you to do so. However, the topics that we'll cover in this podcast do particularly pertain to our jazz ambassadors. I'm here sitting at my kitchen table, making this podcast, looking out the window. I just saw a bird fly by. Yesterday, I saw a blue jay. Man, that was cool. Also, Charmander is nuts. He's running around. He's driving me nuts. It is crazy. Uh, So, that is the update here. I'm going a little stir-crazy, if you can't tell, friends. So, you need to sign up for a private lesson with Mr. Zanella via Canvas, because if you don't, I'm going to lose my mind any more than I already have. So do yourself a favor and do me a favor and sign up for a private lesson so that I can help you. We can play jazz. We can play band music. We can just chat if that's what you need. But sign up for one of those private lessons and we'll be able to play along at home together. Yeah, it'll be fun. So let's do that. Okay, cool. Thank you. Also, make sure that you're staying up to date with any of your assignments, whether it's from me or from someone else. Uh, Jazz Ambassadors, I just posted a listening assignment for you while we're away here. Uh, it's going to be due next week at some time. This listening assignment, if you didn't watch the intro video, is like a reverse listening assignment. So you're going to teach me about some jazz artists that you pick. So make sure that you go ahead and do that. Alright, let's go ahead and get into what you should be doing while you play along at home in the jazz band. First thing is up. So friends, we did a lot of learning by ear and by me showing it. And you might not have written down the scales that we've practiced. Eee, bummer. If you need some help and you need me to write those down for you, send me an email and I'll do that for you. But you should be practicing your bebop scales and your blues scales with those two five ones. To help you better understand how jazz kind of works. We have done bebop and blues scales in concert B-flat with two five ones, concert E-flat, and concert F. All of those scales will work just fine for you with that. Um, I would like you to add some more scales to that rotation of things that you can do. If you could do it in C major and... Also do it in concert A flat. That would be fantastic. Those are the last two keys that I wanted to make sure that we did this with this year. Um, So that's something I'd like you to practice. Now, how do I play a bebop scale? Well, you're in the right place to have that answer be told to you. A bebop scale is just like a major scale, except you're going to add one note, and that's going to be a flat 7. So a 7 that's been lowered a half step. So if we're talking about concert C, you'd play C, D, E, F, G, A, B flat, which is the flat seven, B natural, and then C. And then you go back down. That's how you're going to do bebop scales. And you do that for concert A flat as well. Those two keys are two that we want to make sure that we add to our rotation. Blue scales for those two keys, and any blue scale, is going to use the following scale degrees. You're going to play one flat three, 
4, sharp 4, 5, flat 7, 1. That's going to be the notes for the blues scale. So in C, that would be C, E flat, F, F sharp, G, B flat, and then C. And then you go back down. Okay? Um, that is how you're going to create that blues scale. Now, as a reminder, when you do two five ones, your two five one is going to be a scale degree. Um, for two two five ones, it's going to be you're going to do the following notes of the scale: two, four, six, one, seven, five, four, two. In key of C, that would be D, F, A, C, B. G, F, D. That's how you play that two five one in that in that key. You can apply that to concert A flat as well. But I would like you to practice those two things. Now, also, for a little bit of extra fun, you can practice those rhythm and timing exercises and really focus on cleaning up that articulation. As you and I both know, articulation is the paramount most important, most crucial thing for a successful jazz experience in a successful jazz band. And you cannot allow yourself to get lazy with your articulation in regular music, but especially jazz band, it is crucial. It is 100% important that you are doing that. Use your rhythm and timing exercises and the melodies and the accompaniment patterns to practice those things. Make sure that you put a metronome on while you play. And if you're feeling really confident, you can make sure that's on two and four. Um, the way that you're going to do that, if you have clicks, let it click. And then you're going to go one, two, one, two, three, four. Dot, 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 do, dot, dot, dot. And it goes on from there, right? That is how you can take care of that and do that. Put a metronome on two and four, whatever tempo you want to go. So you want to go 120, cut it in half. So you put it on 60 and that's your count two and your count four. But playing with a metronome is incredibly important. And if you're going to do it in jazz, you need to do it on two and four. The, the easy version would be all four beats. And I guess that's okay. But if you want to get really good two and four, that metronome becomes your rhythm section. And rhythm section people you can use a metronome too. Okay. Now let's talk about something else I'd like you to work on and I'll put some links in the description to help you, but this is just one Google search away. I'd like you to work on some, take this time and work on some improvising while we are gone. And what you need to do is you can go on YouTube and you can search literally B flat blues or E flat blues or F blues. I did that this morning and I got like seven videos of rhythm section accompaniments that you can improvise along with. And it even shows you what the chords are in concert pitch. That would be incredibly helpful for you to practice doing improvising while we're apart. So do it. Search B-flat blues. Play the blues. You can use the blues scale. You can use the bebop scale. You can play whatever you want but practice doing it. If you don't feel comfortable improvising, the best way to start is to do something simple and simple patterns, not using a whole lot of notes. If you only use that scale degree one and flat seven, you can get an interesting solo, a short interesting solo. 
but play along with those things um, and play along with those background tracks. They will help you and it'll be really fun. Um, improvising is really fun once you feel a little bit more comfortable. And what better time is there to practice improvising than now? Do it on your primary instrument. Do it on your secondary instrument if you're somebody who learned a new one for jazz band. Just do it. It's going to be fantastic if you put the time to do so. Moving on, let's talk about some of our concert music that we have. A, we do have a concert coming up in May, and we want to make sure that we're ready. A lot of our stuff is in a really good place. We left it in a good place, so I'm not worried. But there are a couple numbers especially that we can work on, and I'm guessing that you already know what those are. So the three pieces that I'm going to talk about today are Blame It on the Blues, the Frim Fram Sauce, who knows what Frim Fram Sauce is, and Don't Get Around Much Anymore. Those three are probably the three that we need to spend the most time on at this point. Um, rhythm section, if you don't play on one of those tunes, then just play some of the other ones, or focus on improvising this week. So let's talk first about Blame It on the Blues, and the section that we really need a little bit of extra help is 57. Um, especially if you play like a tenor two or a trumpet three or a trumpet two or a trumpet four or a trombone two or a trombone four, those parts that are weird and you've got these accidentals are incredibly important that you work on your puzzle piece by yourself. And I apologize, it will not sound correct by yourself. We need all the voices. That's what makes jazz work. But you've got to make sure that you work on your part. Um, so we want a little bit of space between these half notes as we play, and we've got homorhythmic everyone's playing the same rhythm at 57 so watch out for that if you look at 59 rest two three and and three and and if you look at your articulation rest dot do dot da da dot and that's a quick going on from there rest dot do dot da do dot do be do be do be do be do dot Ba do ba do da dot do ba do da dot and then it goes on. I have a page turn, uh, but make sure that you are playing those rhythms accurately through there. Go slow, especially when you have a bunch of eighth notes in a row, and work to make sure that you get those connecting together. Let your fingers learn how it goes. Hold each note for like four counts and move on to the next one. Mix up the rhythms. Whatever you got to do to help yourself out, please do so. Now, the other little section in this one that we need to make sure is working properly is actually the ending. Um, that second to last measure, and it happens a bunch of times in this piece, is always a little scary because the bottom drops out and only like half of us are playing at that point. So work out that and make sure that your notes are working properly and you're changing them correctly. Um, it is the same thing, like two measures in a row. Um, so you got to make sure that you're feeling comfortable about that part. So make sure you work on that. Um, but that is my advice for Blame It on the Blues. Frim Fram Sauce. Moving on to the Frim Fram Sauce, whatever that is and what it goes on. Um, the big thing that we need to work through here is the Soli section towards the end of this piece. Um, starting at measure 76. It says optional cut. We're not doing that. We're not cutting this piece apart. It's so good. We're just going to learn it. So you have to do that. And you have to practice to do so. Every section has got some melodic stuff that's going on. Um, so make sure that you practice it slowly. Um, starting at 76, saxophones, you are leading the charge here. Um, there are a lot of accidentals, and we're playing in these chords. So make sure, actually, you are in unison. 
So you've really got to make sure you're playing the right notes there. A lot of it is in unison for you. We've got nice and soft when you start. One, two, ba-da, ba-do, ba-do, da, ba-da, do-do. Three and four and one. Take a do ba da do ba da do ba do ba do da da do ba da da ba do da triple it triple it triple it one so you got to be careful about that go slow play each note one at a time and ask mr zanella if you need help because i want to help you 84 trumpets you take over da da do da triple it triple it triple it do ba do da ba da da do ba da as it goes on through there Take that nice and slow. Saxophones, you interject with these 16th notes. And two, and a three, and one. So be careful about that. Trombones, we want to be nice and strong. When we get in at 92, you're going to play the melody with the trumpets there. Saxophones, you have a counter melody. So you should have a minus on your part at 92 saxes. And trumpets and trombones, you should have a plus on yours. Um, be careful as we go towards the end here. Take it slow. Play one note at a time. Mix up the rhythms to help your fingers learn, especially on those rhythms that are tricky. Break it into small parts. Only play half a measure at a time and expand forward and backward to the, the stuff that you're able to play. But that section is the section that we are going to need the most help with for Frim Fram Sauce. Um, all of these songs would be really great to review for yourself, but that section in particular is going to need some help. Don't get around much anymore as well. Um, it's We're talking about like the second half of these pieces. A lot of jazz pieces are put together where the intro is not so hard and it gets more challenging towards the end. Um, saxophones, be confident about your playing the parts that you're playing at the beginning. Uh, you can play it. I know you can. You just got to make sure that you're confident about it. Um, the interjections around the soloists are really important that those are nice and clean, so make sure that you practice those. And we're looking at measure 69. Um, that is where we're going to need the most practice. 69, 77 is going to need a little bit of love as well. And those last four measures, friends, rest and, 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 and four, and one, three, and ching, 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 pop. Make sure that you are practicing those things. But please guide your practice in the um, 69 section and then 77. That needs your attention, and you got to work out those different parts. Okay? Cool. As always, ask questions. Now it's time for your favorite subsection in mine, Charmander's Corner. Welcome to Charmander's Corner, the sub-segment of Play Along at Home, where we talk about music that I play for my bearded dragon, Charmander. He has been back here this whole time. I haven't listened to this back yet, so maybe you can hear him, maybe you can't. But, oh my god, he has been all over the place. And due to Charmander's huge amount of activity, yes, I'm talking about you, due to Charmander's huge amount of activity, we're going to talk about one of the best jazz saxophonist that I love and Charmander does too and that's Cannibal Adderley. Cannibal Adderley, uh, his nickname was Cannibal because he was as 
he was a big dude, so they called him Cannonball. That's pretty much it. Um, when they would go out to dinner, Cannonball Adderley would eat two chicken dinners as opposed to just one. That's a fun anecdote about him. Um, he's written a lot of really great music. He played with his brother, Nat Adderley, who was a trumpet player. Cannonball plays alto. Um, you could actually hear him on Kind of Blue, the album by Miles Davis. Um, Cannonball Adderley plays on that album. Some of my favorite and Charmander's favorite songs by Cannonball Adderley are titles like Mercy, Mercy, Mercy. It's a great tune. Um, also, things like Work Song um, are really well known. Um, he actually did an album with a couple different vocalists where uh, it's very impressive in what he's able to do. Um, so Cannonball Adderley, great saxophonist. He's got some bebop influences, but he's also got real soul in his playing. You can really tell. Um, he's also very well-spoken. There are recordings of him talking about his own music. Check him out on YouTube. So, that is Charmander's Corner. Alright friends, it's going to wrap it up here for this episode of Play Along at Home, um, the Jazz Ambassador Edition. Hopefully that you are kind of keeping yourself busy and you're doing all the work you need to do. Uh, reminders that they are serving lunch every day at the high school. If you are someone who needs that, make sure you stop over there. Um, I hope that you guys are doing okay and you're you're doing the work that you need to. At this point, this is like day four of our isolation here. It's Thursday, um, and if you're if you've just been playing video games this whole time, it's time to stop and it's time to do some work. We want to make sure that we keep up. Learning still needs to happen and you still need to get better. Um, we're going to keep building on all these skills as we go throughout the rest of this year. And we want to make sure that when we all get back together to play again, which I cannot wait for that day, let me tell you. When we all get back together to play, we want to make sure that we are hitting the ground running and we haven't lost anything. Please make sure that you keep up with your practice log and you do that listening assignment that I posted for you. Um, those things are really important, and I check those things every day. Um, if you haven't shared that to me yet, please do share that so that I can keep an eye on what you're working on and, and you can let me know through that document what things you need help with. Don't forget to sign up for a, a private lesson with Mr. Zanella. Um, and if in that lesson we talk about jazz, that's great. If you want help with your wind ensemble, your, your symphonic band music, that's great too. I would love to help you. Um, or if you just want to sign up for a time just to like talk to a human that doesn't live in your house. I totally get that. Uh, Mr. Zanella, if you can't tell, is going a little stir crazy. So come say hi. It would be great. That is a wrap for this episode. Uh, hopefully that you are going to keep practicing. And I hope you're able to play along